Today I'm talking to Annette Akers in New York City on the west side with Compass. She's been an agent for only five years and is already making big sales and has a video series continuing to make traction and grow her business. She says it's about creating something that people will miss. Today we talk about how she does it. Thanks for listening to the Jerry Metcalf podcast, where top real estate agents tell how they do it. This podcast is to share knowledge for realtors and raise awareness for Give Back Homes, where real estate professionals work together for social good. Jet Centers Aviation, Bentley Atlanta, Legends Global, thank you for your sponsorship. All right, everybody, it's the Jerry Metcalf podcast, and today is Annette Akers from New York City with Compass, in business for only five years and doing incredibly well, a top agent, doing, I believe, how, how many are you, what millions are you doing now, Annette? Well, in 2018, I booked almost $20 million in uh, revenue. Amazing. Um, so that's how much volume? Yes. But how much volume is that? You, um, well, it was, a, it was, all, it was about $500,000 in GCI. Okay. As far as the volume, it was probably 15 transactions. Wow. So I'm not doing hundreds of transactions like some of, um, other agents across yeah. the country, but our, our, uh, price point is so much higher. Incredible. Exactly. So high end real estate in New York city in five years and already doing incredibly well. So now we want to learn a little bit, like, how did you do it? So first of all, tell us a little bit about what you were doing before and how that transitioned into being a real estate agent. So I've always been in sales. I started my career selling yellow page advertising. I don't know if everyone remembers the yellow pages, but I started out doing uh, yellow page advertising and publishing. Wow. So I was making ads. I was doing a lot. of. And how many years ago was that? This was, oh my gosh, I hate to say it. I think it was like 25 years ago. So I've literally been in sales my whole entire career. So wow. I started doing that right out of college. And then I transitioned into medical device sales. So um, whole, uh, really for the past 20 years, I've been in medical device sales. I took a position here in New York City um, in Manhattan in 2007. So um, I've been at, um, And that was about 12 years ago. That was 12 years. Yes, that was 12 years ago that I that I um, that I came here thinking that um, this would be a great market for me to um, learn and get promoted in. And then in 2009, I was um, <clears throat> let go. It's when the recession hit. Yeah, exactly. A huge layoff. And unfortunately, because I was one of the newer people here in New York City, I was let go. Um, so. I was laid off for quite a while. It took me um, probably like a year and a half to find um, a job that I felt was, you know, suitable and also that um, compensated the same way that I was compensated before. But um, after being it, being in it for two years, I got really bored. Really, just not 
nearly as enthusiastic as I used to be um, regarding the industry that I once really loved. Mm-hmm. How I got into real estate, I'll be honest, it was I completely stumbled into real estate. It's not something I um, ever thought I w- about doing. What happened was is I had a really good friend who was also um, I would say was also looking for another position to get out of uh, uh, medical sales. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think that made sense. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, you, so, so you knew somebody else. They're thinking about getting so into real estate. Friends and I, we so it was like both- a team effort. You guys went into it together? So what happened was is we were both looking for jobs. One right. day she said, why don't we get our real estate license? And I was... I. I was like, are you crazy? Yeah. <laughs> Why real estate? It Obviously was, she was. We can all say that for sure now. departure from what we were doing. So <clears throat> lo and behold, the next day, I found a Groupon <laughs> in an email for getting a real estate license for $200. Now, nobody told me about that. I had to pay full price for mine. <laughs> yeah, so I felt like the universe was trying to tell me something. So I called up my friend. I said, you're not going to believe this, but there is a Groupon today to get your real estate license for $200. She's like, this is a sign. we got to do this. Awesome. So, uh I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it because what do I have to lose? I hate my job. I'm looking to transition into something else. I love real estate. I bought and sold three of my own properties. Yeah. Uh, two in Chicago, where I'm from. And then uh, um, I bought um, a co-op here in New York City. So I've always loved real estate. And I'm like, well, this will, if nothing else, this will help educate me for future transactions that hopefully I will do here in the city. So, um, right. So I've always loved marketing. In fact, I'm a marketing major, but I think, um, for me, I'm, I'm a really a creative spirit. I'm very much an, an artist, I think innately. So it's in, it's in my DNA. I'm always thinking of new and creative ways to market myself and to brand myself. I'm not one that ever got really excited about sending out postcards to buildings and doing a lot of like, I think old school real estate marketing. I know it's very effective for um, a lot of agents, but here in New York city, when you're working a vertical market, I mean, you have to Mm -hmm. send a lot, millions of postcards, I think, to really um, get some traction, right? And it's just not, it's it's just not anything exactly. that really excited me um, about doing and about branding myself. So, what I got was, you attention? What got you that for? What got you the first deal, or is it more important? What got you the traction that you have now? I think what got me the traction is one. I think it's just really staying consistent in doing the grind. Mm -hmm. I mean, things like this really don't happen um, overnight. I mean, it's a tough business, as you know. And I think it's easy to get frustrated and want to quit. But I think it's important is is that you just have to continue to do the grind. I also think that you need to be open to doing things that might be really uncomfortable, things that are really out of your comfort zone. So, and I, yeah, keep going. Um, and that's, you know, the video series. I mean, it's, 
it's uh, I wanted to do something on a video platform because if you really are paying attention to the social platforms today, like Facebook, uh, Instagram, I mean, everything's going towards the video. So I want to pause because you said several things I want us to make sure we understand from you and that we elaborate on. And number one is, I've got three. Number one is you talk about the grind. What mm-hmm. is your grind? Because to me, grind is your daily habits, the things you're doing every day, no matter what, that build, right. that make a compound effect and make you successful. Like working out, for example, you've got to do it consistently every day, not just one day a year. What is your grind? Right, exactly. I mean, it's like routine equates to a su- to success, right. right? You have to come up with a great routine and stick with it, and it'll ultimately... Um, produce a successful outcome. For me, my, I mean, my grind is just, um, it's continually to follow up with everybody I know. It's just getting, it's, whether it's on the phone or really, you know, I think the best way to get started is to reach out to all your friends, reach out to former managers, reach out to colleagues, reach out to as many people as you know, and get as much FaceTime and one-on-ones with these people. Take them out for coffee, take them out for lunch, get together for happy hour. And that's really how I got started because I, I had very minimal um, marketing dollars to um, put forth, exactly. right? And coffees doesn't cost much. Phone calls don't cost much. And one no, on one, and for all of us, that's really it's important. To, no matter what you do, to stay engaged in those things. I think it's also really important for new agents to um, go to the office and get to know as many of the agents in the office as possible, mm-hmm. and do their open houses. You know, like right. ask. Just say, listen, I'm, I'm available. I want right. to, you know. So we've got, we've got yeah. listeners that are in the beginning that are doing open houses. And then we've got listeners who are like, been there, done that. So I think it's important to say, okay, like if you guys are in the beginning, like open houses, engaging, being around agents. And you tell me if you agree with this, when you're new, being around other agents is important because it's important to be known no matter what. But when you're new, you hear people doing deals and you get around the business and you kind of do learn by osmosis. Or when you get around it, you quickly pick up on things you wouldn't have otherwise. And who you're with and what company you're with and what agents you're around matters because without thinking, you'll pick up their habits and do business the way they do. Yeah. And then on the other end, clients come and go. We have a fiduciary responsibility to them. We represent them. We have relationships with them. But agents stay in this business, and we're doing business with them every day. So it's important to be around them and develop those relationships. Um, So on that, on your grind, it's really just being consistent and follow up and connecting with people and establishing a program that does that. You also talked about being uncomfortable. And I always laugh and say there's certain things that make you uncomfortable for a reason, like Mm-hmm. you know, because it's a bad idea. And there's some things that make you uncomfortable just because it's unfamiliar and you've right. got to be willing to do it anyway. How do you, how do you know? And I, it sounds to me like you go a lot, you have a really good intuition about things very clearly, but do you uh-huh. have any like guardrails or guidelines for yourself of like, you know, cold calling someone at 6 a.m. is uncomfortable, but it's also a bad idea. That's an extreme. 
or doing video marketing or a podcast is uncomfortable, but it's an amazing, powerful idea. Do you, how did you, did you have to do some trial or an error to figure that out? Or how did you kind of associate what's uncomfortable and good and versus the other kind of uncomfortable? Yeah, no, um, absolutely. Um, starting a video series was very scary to me, but I mean, the best advice I could give to somebody is like, just don't think about it too much. <laughs> I like I mean, that. Just don't, just do it. Nike. <laughs> Anyway. Exactly. I mean, if you overthink it, you're going to psych yourself out. And if you think too much about the logistics, you're not going to do it because it, it's over. It's going to appear to be very overwhelming. Right. You just have to get started and it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be um, you don't have to um you know, you don't have to have all your ducks in a row. The logistics will eventually iron themselves out. Mm -hmm. The best thing to do is just go and get started. Um, <clears throat> what I did is I met a videographer, believe it or not, at a BNI group that I um, was invited to attend. Mm -hmm. And um, we just started talking and I told him about this idea that I wanted to do. And he goes, I can help you with that. So I was like, okay. That's and awesome. He emailed me um, a couple days later and he goes, well, do you want to get together? And I was like, okay. And then we met and um, I just sort of rambled off some ideas and, you know, this vision I had in my head. And he's like, okay, let's start next Thursday. I like and this I guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I just went with it. Right. Yeah. And what we did is like, you know, after I left that meeting, I was like, oh, God, I got to I got to figure out, like, what I'm going to do. So I reached out to businesses that um, I knew and was comfortable with. I knew the owners. And um, so, so back that, up because nobody knows what you're talking about anymore, reaching out to businesses. So tell us a little bit about so everybody understands what you do, because we're going to ask you your advice on building videos. But before we do that. Walk us through a video series and what that looks like, and then let's go back and kind of understand how that evolves. So give it so we know what we're because this is exciting and your videos are great. Tell us a little bit about what how a video how your video series unfolds and what it looks like. Um, yeah, sure. So first of all, um, uh, my video series is is called West Side Wednesdays. And the first thing I did was think of a concept, right? I live on New York City's Upper West Great Side. Name. Um, right. Yeah. And I wanted to, uh, like we talked about earlier, do some um, creative marketing that wasn't, um, that was a little um, off the beaten path, that wasn't overdone. So, um, I thought of the concept and I was like, how do I give also give back to the community? Right. Neighborhood that I really love. So that would be, that would be entertaining to people that would be real estate related, but wouldn't be too, you know, real estate. -y. Or too salesy maybe, or it's or too salesy. Or right. Like, oh, there you go. But something people want to kind of, that would go viral. The people would right. be like, this is interesting. Right and still add value and still have, um, information for people. I mean, so people, walk us through your video. Like what is a video? What is a West side Wednesday? How many minutes is it? And what do you say? And what does it look like? Right. right. So that is sort of, um, that was my forte, right? Originally I was going to call it like in a new, in a New York minute because I wanted yeah. them to be. Oh, that's seconds. cute. Yeah. Yeah. 60 seconds. 
um, or less. It ends up there like a little over two minutes because it's really hard to fit in the B-roll. And what I do right. is now I try to find businesses that are hidden gems that a lot of people don't know about. And so what I do is I go and I find out who the contact person is who takes right. care of their mom. And um, I tell them about the video series. And almost always people are really excited and want to do it. Yeah. So um, um, uh, what I do is I shoot four businesses in, in a day. So okay. I do four businesses that are relatively close to one another. I mean, okay. I live in New York City, so it's really it's easy. Everything's really, the tables are yeah. this big. Yeah. I mean, it, so you still have to tell us. I'm not going to let you finish telling us how you do it until you tell us what your video looks like. Like, take us through, how many minutes is your video? My, my videos are now, I would say on average, about two minutes long. Okay. A New York two minute. In a New York two minutes? <laughs> in a New York two minutes. So what, how does that video roll out? Is it just the business? You're talking about so real estate? You're it talking about... has a small introduction. And then, um, well, it starts out with a little teaser, right? A little right. clip from the video uh, where we try to um, come up with something like a funny uh, question or a funny statement about the Upper West Side. Uh, like I'll say, like, what are Upper West Siders... Uh, favorite um, types of coffee. Like I did this for a coffee shop. Oh, that's awesome. The guy's like, um, I forgot what he said, but it was really cute. And then it goes into my introduction. And then what Love I do, it. and then yeah. what I do is I say, um, I, I tell a little bit about the business in just like 10 seconds, like a 10 second introduction. And then we go into the business and then I do a short Q and a with the, um, owners. So, um, and then while we're doing the Q and a, we're also showing like B roll of the, of the business. Right. So let's say the business owners, like, um, well, we have great, uh, teas that we import from China we'll, we'll, you know, we'll do B roll and spam and we'll spam, uh, scan, um, all the, um, the, the T's, right. Yeah. So, um, so when we're, when we're doing the Q and a, mm -hmm. uh, and then we'll do the Q and a first and right. then we'll do the B roll later, right. but I'll take a but mental walk us through the video. Don't tell us how yet we want to live the video. So video is we've got this great, like I used to do videos with the one liner at the end. You've kind of got your one liner right. or your question, your opening question, like what's the best coffee on the West side. And then next you go an intro and you talk about the coffee on the West side at a coffee shop on the West side. And then so you have I, a Q and a with the coffee owner and you've yeah. got a B roll of like, here's all the cool things while you guys are interviewing about the coffee. Right. And then after that, cause this is a two minute video. Do you have a close, does it close out at that point or what happens next? So it closes out. Right. So all my questions try to be sort of related to the business and how the business connects to the neighborhood. Right. Love it. Okay. And then so, how does it close out? Is it just music or is it, and then your name and your business and their business or. Yeah. It closes out what it closes out where I have like a little, um, like a little tagline where I said, you know, um, and that's a wrap of another episode. Of it's so fun. And, and so personable. Yeah. Yeah. 
it, it, yeah, so that's how that's like my that's like my stick, right? And I'm like, you know, navigating to a neighborhood to a home you'll love. So I'll try to throw in a little bit of real estate yeah. without it screaming real estate because I don't want to turn people off. I want really want this to be about the business. And exactly. About, well, about what people want to hear about, but people that are associated with the neighborhood. Right. So you're building a presence in the neighborhood without right. seeming too aggressive, but more approachable. Right. I want to I want to be branded as the neighborhood expert without throwing, you know, like screaming. I'm a real estate agent, you know. Um, so yeah. like I, I want to be as authentic as um, and I truly am like, I really want it to be about the business because I, I want to get back to the community. And if it's about the business, I mean, they're, they're, you know, I, I have cultivated so many great relationships with the business owners in the neighborhood and they have like, they have referred me to their customers. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I didn't ask for that, you know, but they, they, they want to help me because exactly. I want to help. So how long, so you do four businesses in a day and right. it sounds, you probably have kind of a templated, how many questions do you typically ask? I don't ask that many. Um, I will send them four or five in advance, right? Perfect. Yeah. And, um, but a lot of times when we are doing the video, these questions just come like, they're just, they just come naturally. Is that kind of like the podcast? Exactly. Right. exactly. Awesome. And so, so like, let's say I'm going to start doing neighborhood videos of Buckhead or Brookhaven okay. Great. in Atlanta tomorrow. What are you, what is your biggest advice for me to get this thing knocked out like that? Well, if you're just starting, I would um, I would go to people that you're comfortable with because um, you want to you want to have some practice in you know and you'll eventually get better once you get your um, um, your your uh, get your groove get it going yeah, yeah I remember my first podcast Isaac you remember they weren't on video and I was like oh my god if I could just remember to ask the question and let him answer. And it was so intense. I could yeah. have never done it on video. And now of course, like, where are the questions? We're talking, it's awesome. So the, find the somebody other, you're comfortable with. Somebody you're comfortable with. And um, maybe maybe find a business that not too many people know about. So they're like, oh wow, I didn't realize that this was in the neighborhood or that's so cool. I didn't, I didn't realize that we even had that. I also try to look for businesses that have good B-roll. Like a florist will have good B-roll because right. the flowers are beautiful. Well, I would think too on the on the business end of it is that, for, you know, I've talked to a lot of other podcasters as well. I don't even think of myself as a podcaster. Isaac, he's the podcaster. I just show up and ask the questions. But they'll say, <laughs> I'm the realtor, but they'll say, hey, you know, when you when you interview people that aren't necessarily as huge you often, and this is going back to your business analogy, when you pick the smaller businesses that are interesting and cool and actually more unique to the neighborhood, yeah. they're more appreciative of the interview. But going back to the podcast, those might get more downloads. So because they're going to share it more and be more excited about it. And the same thing for the business. They're so grateful for the, for the attention. It's yeah, such, it's, it's such an, it's such a, 
kind of a, a special way to promote your business in them and develop a relationship. Whereas if right. you went to, um, you know, a big known chain restaurant on the corner, you're just in their way and they don't care and you're spending a lot of money and it's not even as interesting. Right. And you, you gain more Chipotle, traction. Yeah. If you go to Chipotle, you're probably not going to get um, as many. Like, and it's not going to be interesting. Like they're yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Right. And I love I, it. The other the other thing I've learned is that people love food. <laughs> Whenever I do a restaurant, it's, uh, I tend to get interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a lot of foodies out there and food creates really good video. Um, one yeah. can, it's beautiful on video. And also, um, it's, you can have a lot of fun with restaurants. I, exactly. uh, I did a, um, last Thanksgiving, I did a uh, video with Magnolia Bakery, which even though it's not a hidden gem, a lot of people know Magnolia Bakery. It's been on Sex and the City. Yeah, um, which is kind of cool. Right. It is. It's cool, right? Tag so, Sex and the City on your Facebook post when you feature your video, and then you've right. got a bigger audience. Exactly. Well, every, you know, everyone at least in New York City, are, it's very familiar with uh, Magnolia Bakery. But right. to kind of um, add a new twist to it, I we made um, uh, we actually made pies. So that was a lot of fun. I made pies with the owner, and we had a blast. I'm not so making that's pies. Another, that's another I'm not fun doing that. Just saying. <laughs> so. I'm not making any pies. <laughs> <laughs> but that's again like what do you love what do you do so I still don't know how to start my video we, Isaac and I are going out on the streets of Buckhead tomorrow and we're okay. not sure what to do so you gotta we gotta start over so obviously you get a good video guy or your best video, friend with an iPhone and some good you. sound um, okay so we don't we find a business find a business send them the questions decide uh -huh. what you're gonna talk about keep it down to a New York two minutes well, so it's, I don't know if you want to go out and shoot that the same day that you, you have uncovered the business you want to. Right. So what I do is I, I go out and I scout businesses and then I find out who the contact person is. Um, I tell them about the video series. Um, if they're not in the store, I will get their contact information and I will contact them. I will send them a link to a video so that at least they understand the concept. Right. And then I tell them the, I tell them the platforms, um, that it will be showcased on like Instagram. You, I have a YouTube channel. Um, it's going to be on Facebook. I have a Facebook page. I mean, you want to garner as much, um, excitement as you can about it. And then, um, and then I also look at the, um, at the store. Like I'll look at, I'll, I'll, I'll look at things and try to find things that I can, um, ask questions about that, would right. be kind of fun, you know, that make the, the business unique. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'll, I'll, I'll always go and make a personal visit to the store before, um, I schedule them because I want to make sure that there's enough room one to, cause we have two, I use two cameras, um, when I do my videos, which 
I mean, um, you could get away well, with that's a one. great idea because it keeps the camera moving, it changes angles, it keeps it interesting. Exactly, exactly. It's a little more expensive, but I think it's worth Absolutely. Me. Well, yeah. you can edit it better. There's a lot of things you can do better when you've got the two videos. Exactly. So how one and then and then bring on another another one when uh, when you get when you're getting more comfortable when you got your groove going exactly so tell us a little bit about so we've kind of got an idea about how the video works from for you you kind of have a templated storyboard of we have a teaser we introduce the you have a teaser then an intro a kind of a teaser one liner an intro question and answer with B roll about the business and close out with the tagline like that's a wrap. Uh, or, you know, and you're headed to your next listing or whatever in the neighborhood. And then to create the video, you choose your business, you right. template emails that are kind of like your basics of this is, you have your ideal business, that this is the kind of business that you use. This is the kind right. of email we send to intro. We do the interview. We do the, we follow up, thank them, give them links to the video, make sure it's on all the right social media platforms, which it sounds like are for yours, Instagram and Facebook. And um, you always kind of add the spin of the business. So you've got all that going on. You've got, it sounds like it's, once you get it going, it's pretty streamlined. Right. How have you been able, what are some great examples of you can give us of how you've generated, you know, you've generated views, how you've generated referrals from business owners, how you've regenerated referrals from clients because they see it and they remember you. And how do you generate referrals from your social media posts, which one's most powerful and what have you learned from it? That's like five questions in one, but. <laughs> well, I think um, generating um, referrals from the businesses, it's like, a, like I was saying earlier, um, you know, mm -hmm. I, I make it about the business. I don't make it about me and wanting to generate. Um, right. When anything in return, right? Well, the video is um, that way, but clearly something's right. coming out of it. Of course. So, so also, tell us, these are, it's only realtors. It's our secret. Tell us how you, because the key is not to let people don't need to feel like they're being pursued. It's value. Right. You deliver value, you have value and you're valuable and people will come to you for business. So by creating that value, what has, what has come of that and what are some great examples and where has it been most effective? That might be a better way to, to ask. Well, it. it's also a really, great tool to mm -hmm. keep in touch with my sphere, right? Exactly. So, yeah. We're always trying to find new content mm -hmm. to email to yeah. our, our database, email to our sphere, um, something fresh and something that they're going to open. Actually want to see and watch and listen to. That, yeah. They're going to like actually something that they're really going to look forward to on a weekly basis. Um, or monthly or whatever you whatever you decide to do um so at least i, I think it it offers really fresh um content and it gives um you know it's 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 a piece of material that people are are really looking forward to getting so um i love that well there's a sense of in developing influence with an audience there are mm -hmm. things like you want to you want to establish authority by right. knowing these businesses in your neighborhood, you establish authority. You want to establish some reciprocity by giving this information to these businesses and your clients. You've kind of, you're the giver. There's an automatic sense of reciprocity in doing right. that. So, and then 
You want to give them a sense of what they're in of anticipation, like they're looking forward to the next one. That's exactly. what keeps them engaged. Then there's, these are all, these are Jeff Walker, by the way, make sure and we'll thank him on all of our media, but Jeff Walker called a, read a book called Launch, and he talks about exactly what you're doing is you're uh -huh. establishing, and it's exactly what you said, you're not going after business directly, you're establishing credibility, influence, or Jeff Walker calls them the mass weapons of influence, so that people, you have influence with people, you have knowledge with people, and now you're not chasing clients that might even be the wrong ones, you're developing, you're creating your own value and value for them that now they're right. going to approach you for. Right. And it's a great collaboration, right? You're collaborating with right. them. The people, in the, the people in the neighborhood have actually started contacting me and exactly. saying, hey, have you thought about doing this business or what about this business? And right. so I don't even have to, um, and some, and now some businesses are actually reaching out to me too and saying, Hey, we would love to be a part of your video series. Right. So it, it makes my, it makes you know, my job a lot easier. Now you're going to have to start charging for it. Right. So it's like, exactly. Just charge referrals. For every three referrals, you get 30 seconds of video. Exactly. I'm so, just liking our idea here. <laughs> so it's, it's an incredible way to ingrain yourself in the community. Right. Uh, as a neighborhood expert. Um, and I think in a fun and, um, really creative way. Well, it goes back to, I remember I've said this, maybe it's been a few episodes ago, but in this business from the outside, it appears to be so cutthroat and so cheesy, which, Hey, it is, but it's what you make it too. But we have such freedom to find our skill and our own value and our authentic selves. And in finding that and expressing that, it, exactly. it, we, you have, we have the freedom to do that. And it becomes so much more fun and lucrative, by the way, when we do it that way. Do you have, what is your success that you're most proud of as a result of doing the video series? You know what? I think it's just, um, for me, it's, I get so much gratification with helping out these businesses. Yeah. And it's not, it's not necessarily like I've gotten so much real estate business out of it. For me, I've just gotten like personal gratification and it also unveiled like this hidden love, this hidden talent that, um, I didn't re even, I didn't realize I even had. Right. So yeah. it, it helped me in, in um, you know, personally in a lot of ways. And it's such a great distraction because, you know, real estate, as we talked about, is such a grind. It can be really competitive. And mm -hmm. sometimes we just need a break from the day-to-day um, logistics and the grind of real estate. So this has just been such a great distraction for me. Mm -hmm. Um, but also well, I just yeah, love yeah. the relationships yeah. that I, that well, I, yeah, I want to uh, elaborate on what you said there too. Don't forget about the relationships and I'll remind you, but I think that's a great point and to help drive it home is that I'm going to sidetrack. You said when you're doing, because somebody, a listener might think, so doing videos distracts you from business. And why is that a good thing? And it makes me think of when you're like, I don't know if it's marriage counselors or married people who give great advice on relationships, but I've heard it all my life. Like when you are in a relationship, if you have something in the relationship, that's an even higher cause than the relationship, the relationship's stronger. 
So, or if you're in a business, yes, you've got to close deals and you've got to do the deals. But when it becomes just about getting the deals closed, it becomes exhausting. Your clients sense that. But when you have something that's a little bit higher purpose of giving and sharing and expressing yourself, suddenly your focus being there on a, something kind of higher makes right. the deals closing become natural and easy and fluid because you're expressing a more authentic natural version and you're more talented. I just want to bring that home for everybody listening to that because I think that's a really powerful statement you made that let's not miss the relevance of that. And now you're also talking about going back to the relationships that it also develops, which is kind of mm -hmm. to that point. Um, tell us a little bit about any, you know, and I think in our business, we make friends with people and have relationships we never have. It is such a gift. And right. you're taking that to the next level with these, the video series, but tell us a little bit more about what you were going to share about that. Well, I mean, you know, to your point, I think that, that it's, it really humanizes people, right? Like it mm -hmm. really, um, and our and business. I, and I think it's the best way to showcase your true personality, not just the real estate business person, you know, but it's just like, wow, I really want to work with this person because she's seems really cool like she's really fun on video she's probably really fun to work with um but also i mean i enjoy the fact that i'm helping small businesses and um i think a lot of businesses in my neighborhood uh, a lot of them have um been hit hard with you yeah. know um, the amazon um effect and a lot of the rents are skyrocketing yeah but um you know, and if this if this little um, video series can help them and and get the word out and um, you know showcase how great their um, yeah. their business or services are, then you know um, I'm I'm very proud of that. What small and because all, we as realtors are all small businesses, small businesses <laughs> helping out small businesses. Right. I would love if you could give us, sometimes through, through our greatest mistakes that we make our greatest successes and learn our right. greatest lessons. Do you have anything that you would share with us either in your video series or in being a real estate agent? Well, if I could, if I could go back five years ago um, to when I first started, I think what I would do is I would get a coach or find a really, really good mentor right from the get-go. Mm -hmm. um, I think that because I had so much sales experience and, um, you know, I worked for big corporations for many, many years, I, I, like I had this all figured out, like this would be a natural transit transition and I would be, um, an, an immediate success because I had so much success in my past career, but, um, I was quickly humbled on how, you know, difficult, um, this business is. So, um, I, I got into coaching, um, a couple of years ago and it really helped. And I think it's, it's one, the account, you know, you need accountability. We all have a lot of ideas. We all have a lot of things we want to execute, but mm -hmm. we don't necessarily take action. So I think having a coach was good because it, it, there was accountability there, but exactly. also I think it's really important to be in some sort of ecosystem. Um, and that's, what's great about compass. And that what, what was great about my, um, coaching, um, network of agents is it really ingrained me into an ecosystem because this job, even though there's so many of us can be very lonely mm -hmm. and we all need support. We all need, um, people that 
we want to bounce ideas off of. And, um, um, you, you know, the best way to, uh, the best way to do that, I think is to really find some sort of ecosystem. Exactly. Exactly. Within your broker, with other agents, creating mm-hmm. groups, we have workplace where we have like, I'm members Work- of too many groups <laughs> and I'm going to start my own podcast group. But that's one of those. So one more thing on the video series, and I'm going to close out with our final, my final three that we always close out with questions. But, but first on the video series, because I love what you're saying about accountability, executing, and doing a video series consistently, that, that takes a lot of accountability. What would you right. attribute being able to execute that and so consistently to? Well, um, I honestly think it's, a lot of it is just because I love doing it. Um, it's really hard to, um, when we get caught up in um, all the work that we have in our in our real estate business. But right. It's. I think you have. I think you have to really love to do it. So. Well, I, it sounds like you had a video guy that kept you accountable too. Um, I have a video guy, so right. that's somebody accountable. Um, right. Hey, I'll see you there on Thursday. So you show up kind of like the podcast. Hey, and I, we've got, right. you know, everybody's here at the studio waiting. Jerry's going to be right. there in video no matter what, because of, everybody's counting on me and it's scheduled to do. Um, and once it, once it gets traction and once you start getting like yeah. viewers or fans, they will keep you accountable. They'll be like, Hey, when's your next video coming out? You know? So, yeah. um, it's That's just, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so go ahead. You got to enjoy doing it. Otherwise it's painful, but, um, I, you know, it's, uh, I have such a great love for it that for me, it's just, it's easy. Exactly. Well, and that, I think that's important. You know, there's two sides of it. We started out with be willing to do what's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but you've got to realize, you've got to figure out what's uncomfortable that taps into success, my talents, desires, passion, so that it becomes Absolutely. easy and fun right. and that will take your business obviously to the next level. Um, and it sounds like this video series has definitely done that on your business and your relationships so that it's, you're, you know, you're, you're get, it's taking you to one level, but it's something that continue can continue to grow and continue to grow and develop you as a person and an agent. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I think I've just scratched the surface. Love it. So. <laughs> All right. So our final three, number one, what have you found is your most powerful tool other than a cell phone to call people? Because that probably is it. And that's what everybody will say if I don't rule that out one, that one out. So other than that, what have you found? Is it a CRM system? Is it your company? Is it a, is it a compass tool? Is it another tool? Is it a video series? Is it an app? Or something else. Um, my most powerful tool that um, got me to the next level, or I, I didn't hear the whole question. I'm just sorry. in your business. Just what do you find you couldn't live without other than your cell phone? You know what? I will. I'll be honest with you. Even though we, you know, we spent the whole hour talking about it, but the video series for me was a game changer. I kind of thought so, but now it validates it, right? <laughs> yes. But that's absolutely. awesome. Yeah, and and it, and it sounds like not just doing the video, but having a video guy that was reliable and accountable and just as excited about it as you are. And a great editor because yes. your videos are only as good as they, as your editor. Right. Um, you hear that, Isaac? 
<laughs> you got to have a really good editor that will tell your story right and pop it down um in you know two minutes and still have it to be a really great video and know what to edit out i think a lot of videos i've done a lot of videos and it's important to understand like you don't need you, one or even half a second of something can be more valuable than 30 seconds of something, no matter how hard and how long it took you to video it, cutting it down, less is more. Anyway, not that we're editors, but it, it's, it's really just kind of emphasizing your point in my experience. So what is a book that you would recommend we read that is that you think would most impact the lives of other real estate agents or has most empowered and affected you? Oh, you know, um, well, there's so many, but I really love Seth Godin and any of his books. Me too. Which, <laughs> oh my gosh! I love, so, do you have a do you have a favorite you'll give us? Um, I like Purple Cow, and I like um, uh, Lynchpin. Awesome. But I, um, I think Purple Cow, as far as if you're as far as marketing, it's a really um, compelling story. Yeah. Stand out. I, so I haven't read the book, but I quote him all the time anyway because it's so relevant. The whole purple cow concept in marketing that, and it's you know your your purple cow is your video series. Yes. And so everybody knows that you hasn't read Seth Godin or heard the purple cow analogy or metaphor. You're driving out in the country and there are pastures everywhere and there are cows everywhere. Do you really notice any of them, like realtors? No. But if there's a purple one, it catches your eye and it's something. It's and he says, don't be invisible, be remarkable, be worth remarking on. And for example, these videos are totally, a purple cow is worth remarking on and so are your videos. And your videos yes. are more relevant. Yeah, thank you. You wanna be missed, yeah. right? You wanna put out content that, content, uh, that people are gonna miss. Exactly, you know? I love that. Create yeah. something people will miss. Exactly. And that's why they're holding you accountable. Right, exactly. Um, last thing, if there's one thing that you hope we take away, if we didn't take anything else away, what would it be? Um, I would say just put your fears aside and just, you know, just do it. Don't overthink it. Um, just take action and the rest is downhill. Awesome. Beautifully said. Thank you.